0: Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world well the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast that's right we are an independent mum run podcast and if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our dls or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes! Come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at time for this dot com to talk turkey. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. Those earrings you're wearing. Mm. I like them. Are they called huggies? Huggies, yeah, because they like, not the nappies. No, (laughs) um, not the nappies. They hug your earlobes. They're so cute, but they look comfy. Thank you. They are. I don't take them out. Because you know stud earrings, how they've got the stick at the back and Mm, the butterfly. When I sleep at night, it like stab you. Yes. What do you call that? Your brain bone? (laughs) Your (laughs) brain bone? (laughs) Your ear bone? Bottom of the skull bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Behind your ears? Yeah. That bit of skin. The kids gave me these for my birthday. Oh, I love them. And by that, I mean, I bought them on the Iconic and wrapped them up and said, hey, kids, you're giving me these for their birthday. And they're like, we already got you something. And I was like, oh, well, this is what I want. Give them to me anyway. <laughs> yeah. And just started wearing them that day. Speaking of, mm. I never gave you a birthday present. Oh, I know. You don't have to give me a fucking Well, present. no, I mean, I, I, I thought know. we'd alleviated this... Stress from each other's lives. Yes, I know we did. But as you know, I was in Noosa mm-hmm. not that long ago and I had to pick you up something from Noosa. Oh, chicken. Because you love some Noosa time. I do love Noosa. And this could almost kind of be my not spawn as well. Oh, are you going to give it to me now? Yeah, do you want it? Yeah, give it to me now. It's only a little thing. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Isn't that okay. funny how we do that every time we give a gift? This... Do you recognize this brand? I saw it on the thing before and I was like, this is cute. (laughs) Well, you know how you're like deep into woo woo Mm -hmm. and the moon and the sun and all that stuff. Deep. I saw this in the shop and I was like. This is Rebs. This is a Rebs vibe. And I loved it because it reminded me of like a moon setting or a sun setting. Oh, it's a beautiful cape car. Pottery. Pottery for the planet. Yes. I love this brand. Oh, yes. You know it. Oh, babe. I love it. So I've oh, got a I few. Lo- it's so woo woo. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it beautiful? It's gorgeous. But I love how tactile it is. Yeah. Like, can you feel that Thanks, surface? Babe. They're all handmade. And I, I like go- how huge it is. I was just about to say, I got you a large Thank because you, you need that triple shot coffee to start oh, your day. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. Not Spawn. Not Spawn. Pottery Pottery for the planet. There you go. <laughs> Should we start the app? I think we shall. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need. Two basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host. Revs. Hi, Revs. Hello. Hi. Did you just hi yourself? (sighs) Look, I've told you I have massive weirdness. I'm not going to call it anxiety because it's not. Or is it? (laughs) How I say my name on the podcast. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, Kate Reeves. Coming up with originality every single week. It's exhausting. Ruth. Reeves is my name. K.R. Don't wear it out. K.R. I have a story. Yes. You're gonna die. I love it already. Everyone. Don't care what it is. Hit me. Stop what you're doing. Sit down. Buckle up. (laughs) Remember last week we talked about, like, boomers and technology? Oh, kills my vibes. You and your mum made this cute reel and then she shared it, but somehow she shared it square format, but it was a reel. Like, did she take a screenshot? Like, how did she do it? Like, how do they do it? (laughs) You know, when you look at their 87 tabs open and you're like, how? What is going on? How does your brain work this way? My mum, my beautiful mum. Oh, what did she do? (laughs) What did she do? She's done something on Instagram. So... Mum has a love interest, cute, that lives overseas. Go Jan. Let's call him her boyfriend. They're not putting labels on we it. We don't need to get into all yeah. that. Anyway, she also is actively political, my mum, right? Like she's a real, like literally marches in the street, makes signs, big climate change advocate, like really gets into her local politics. Very political. Anyway, so she follows... <laughs> just can't even... That's all you need to know for this story. So she follows this local MP, right? and consumes his content. Wait, is she a supporter of this local MP or is she just being a troll on their page? No, 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 no. She's not a troll. (laughs) She's a supporter. So she's following this page whatever. I don't know how she did this. (laughs) Like, I genuinely am like, how did you do this? (laughs) The boomer edition. Seriously. But like, so all I can think is she was messaging her love interest on Instagram in the DMs. Oh God, I feel like I know where this is going. While also cruising her feed and looking at this local MP. And she sent what is absolutely unequivocally can only be a DM. Private DM. A private DM as a comment on a post of this MP. Let me read it to you. Please do. And I have permission from my mum. I asked if I could put this on the podcast. I'm on the edge of my seat. This is what she wrote. Now, the post is about a local environment issue, right? Nothing to do with (laughs) her personal life. Anyone's personal (laughs) life. This is what she wrote. As I crossed the street hand in hand, Teddy this morning, a memory I have from time to time came back of the feeling I had crossing the street with you in Manchester, I'm dying. feeling so safe. I didn't even look for traffic, but seeing you look out for us. It was the most beautiful feeling, and it's the most special of memories, feeling safe with you. Thank you for it. I hope it never fades. Heart emoji. Okay. First now, up. wait. No, there's more. Okay. Keep going. This is... I'm dying. I'm wetting my pants. It's so good. Because <laughs> she a... Because she's a boomer. Because she's a boomer. She works out needs what she's to done. to be a tagline. She works out what she's done. Doesn't know how to delete (laughs) Did she comment on her accidental comment? Stop! What did she say? So instead of deleting it, she sends another comment. No. Oops, this message was intended for someone else. So sorry. Blush emoji. (laughs) She leaves it days before she reaches out to us for tech support. Now, my mum doesn't leave any tech support for days. None. Oh, to a fault, I imagine. (laughs) If she forgets her Telstra password, I'm on the blower. Yeah. For some reason, she left this for days oh, no. and then told me. And I was like, mom, oh, like, give God. me your final i delete. <laughs> it takes two seconds. It's just a slide and delete. Can you imagine the crisis that would have been happening at this MP's office? <laughs> because it looks like she's saying it to the MP. Yes. It looks like she's talking about an affair yes. she's had with this local MP. Yes. The wife, the girlfriend, all the things. It's like she's. It's like she ran away to Manchester with this local MP. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's so... But, like, she left in days. and, and I was like, oh, well, oops, move on with my life. Like, it didn't burn down. It's like... Okay, did anyone t- respond? No, because they're all boomers. Oh, because they're all boomers. They would have gone into crisis uh, mode, but analog this? style? What's Jenny be Good doing in Manchester with this MP? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine that MP's boomer assistant is like, we've got a really cryptic message. What is this? And then they're like, but how do we delete it? I reckon it would have been like the young staffers would have seen it and been like, oh guys, 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 is he having an affair? (laughs) Who do we go to? Who do we tell? This would have set off ripples. And mum's like, oops, meant for someone else. Out from my walk I go. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. This aside... Can I just have a warm and fuzzy, aww moment over that message? Oh, it's a to, beautiful message. Like, like beautiful as message. you were reading it, I was able to separate it for a moment and just imagine myself in your mum's DMs and be like, what lovely chats they have. Yeah. That message is like a warm hug. Can write a love letter, it's my mum. It's really mom. sweet. Really like, sweet. Like, what a guy. I know. And so I'm so glad she has that in her life. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like things are going well. But like, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Boomers. Boomers. Okay, boomer. Yeah. That sort of kind of not really leads me into what I don't have time for this week. What don't you have time for? I don't have time for inflation. Oh my God. And we can blame the boomers, surely. Absolutely. Surely there's a reason we can blame the boomers for this. I feel like a chorus of DLs are agreeing with (laughs) me right now. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. I have to. I'm on Winge FM and I'm a winge. And we should straight up. Acknowledge our privilege here. Yes. You know, like we make fine money to keep afloat. We have houses, we have roofs over our head, we have jobs. Yes. But, but fuck me. The relativity is there, oh, right? We oh all God. feel it. Yeah. My gripe, and I don't want to shit on them because I rely on them and I need them heavily, but I got a message saying that daycare prices are going up. Oh my God. Now, we already know that daycare is debilitating for a lot of families. I won't go on the rant about how I think it should be a tax deduction and how that will incentivize women to Please go back do. to work, Amen. but that's where I stand with that. Childcare is prohibitively expensive. And yes, we have a rebate. Yes, it's on a sliding scale now to make it more fair, but it still fucking stings no matter where you're at. Mm-hmm. So that's just one part. How it, much did it go up? $7 a day. Oh. Okay, now that might not seem like much in isolation. Nah. Two kids, three days a week. Correct. Yeah, nah. So times seven by six. What is seven by six, Revs? Come look at me. This is the reason why we have a podcast because mathematics is not our forte. She pulls out the calculator. Se- oh my God, we can work out six, six sevens. Six sevens are 36. <laughs> <that> six sixes. <laughs> six sixes. So that five? means it's 42? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> 42 dollars a week that's fucked that's not nothing no because add to that coffee now i know you're not a coffee drinker but like my coffee's gone up a dollar to what a dollar wait whoa a dollar yep i paid seven dollars my regular spot 680 but still wait 680 680 for a standard like just one shot of coffee mm, well it's strong and it's almond but still <laughs> <laughs> to be 580. It's now 680. Dude, I remember when coffees were $2. Okay. Okay, okay boomer. <laughs> <laughs> when in the fucking depression? <laughs> Props. <laughs> yeah, but like it adds up, right? Because if mm. everything goes up on that sliding scale, which it has, and you can't get shit. Yeah. I saw a great meme the other day. It was like, "Guys, I know everything has gone up to be much more expensive during inflation, but at least the produce is worse." <laughs> and it's true. It is so true. All the fruit and vegetables are bullshit it's so bad so all the groceries have gone up coffee's gone up petrol petrol well yeah not my problem because i don't have a car anyway yeah yes petrol's gone up most people do all the bills interest rates interest rates fucking mortgage dude i know ouch yeah man it hurts it's a Fucking sting, man. And then the coffee on top of that. It's it's just just rude. It's just rude. Lettuce. (laughs) And I heard it's going to be six months. I hope that's true. Six months of what? Like we're going to have to ride this for six months before it corrects. No. revs. What cafe is going to go back? Is going to increase their coffee by a dollar and go... Well, that lasted six months. Do you know what? Let's make less money. No, this is it now. And this was my thought around daycare because I was like, okay, you're increasing the daily rate, but what is costing you more? Is it the food that you feed the children? Are you paying your staff? Well, they've staff definitely more? got overheads. Like, they'll have to pay electricity and that'll have gone up. Like, you know, the food, they get in. Like, yeah. But the thing that is the kicker, right? I'm sure they're not paying their staff anymore. No, so this is my My wage thought. hasn't gone up. No one's wages are going up imagine, to match inflation. Imagine we wrote to our partnerships and we were like, due to the cost of the rising <laughs> cost of inflation, to now have an Instagram reel will go up 10%. Like, it's just not... We just wouldn't do it's it. just not... Well, you can't. You can't do it. My wage has not changed but all my expenses have gone up but i do wonder if people have caught a whiff of other places doing this and using inflation as the excuse because Mm. it's easy you know how everyone used covid yeah yeah, like literally i would order a piece of furniture and it's been delayed by 12 months and they're like due to covid and this was like Two years. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm, kind of can't lean on the COVID theory anymore. Well, like, no, I mean, done. supply has been fucked. No, I know it has, but I feel like it causes c- a domino yeah. effect. Mm. Where I feel like one person goes, hey, I've increased the price of my whatever. And then the other person goes, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then everyone does it. And then it's really hard on the every person. Yeah. I think it's probably a pastiche of it all. Like Mm. absolutely suppliers down, like, you know, farmers are fucked. Like everyone's fucked. Yeah. But also there's probably an element of like, hey, if everyone's chucking their price up, what's another dollar? And and the thing is, what's another dollar across absolutely everything means we are so much worse off and it's so hard to kind of... To keep your head above water. No, it really is. I'm trying so hard to confront it and not do my financial thing, which is head in the the sand, sand, be a bit of an emu and be like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Like, just got to confront it, just got to pull back. I mean, a lot of people that I know who I've spoken to about this have called house meetings Mm. and doing audits. Yeah. I don't want to let go of so many things like my pilates 10 packs you know like i told myself i'm going to buy that once a month mm-hmm. and it's really hard to be like do i really need it does your pilates place do 20 packs not 10 packs okay at all. yeah cuz I know there are places where the packs get cheaper, the more Yeah, know. well I'm on the top like this is the cheapest it can okay. get if I buy ten. Yeah. But that again, that's not something you should compromise on your physical well being. But it's tough because something has to give, right? Can I give you one this is gonna sound sponny. I promise you it's not spawny. Mm-hmm. Dinnerly or the dinner box subscription services have not increased their prices yet. Ah, and all the produce is still good and handpicked and all the things they promise you. It is a lot cheaper to get your fifty dollar dinnerly box to feed everyone for a week than to do your shopping. That's a really good it's hack. It's a very good hack yep. and Kate Reeves 15. Let me look. I've got a code. (laughs) She's got a code, people. I've got a fucking code. I'll put the code in the show notes and I'll chuck it in Bestie Bulletin because it's just so worth fucking doing. You don't even have to do. I mean, look, sorry, Diddly, if this is the wrong thing to say, but you don't even have to do the recipe. I play mystery box with myself. Yeah. Sometimes like I'll get my Diddly box and I'll make one of the recipes and then I'll be like, oh, what? Oh, there's rice. Oh, there's chicken. Oh, there's zucchinis. Great. And I'll just make something that I want with that stuff. You know, there are two types of people in this world. (laughs) (laughs) I i am a religiously by the step recipe kind of gal like if you tell me pinch of salt what's a fucking pinch you know like i need details i need a youtube video giving me an example of how to get a pinch of salt like i want to follow it step by step i mean we weren't planning to do this but now i'm on a money saving hacks vibe yeah can we just ride this train well another one that just popped into my mind is uh, Depop. Have you heard of Depop? No. Yeah. So Rachel Tagg actually, friend of the pod, introduced me to it, but it's where you sell your secondhand clothes. Oh my God. And she I says, could do that. Yeah, she says it's amazing and it's really, really easy. Okay. And I've been doing a little bit of a tidy up of my wardrobe. I've already separated the things that I want to donate, but then there are a few pieces that I've barely worn and they're beautiful brands and they're the kind of outfits that like potentially sold out and maybe someone's looking for it. So I'm thinking of starting a Depop account. Oh my God, me too. And selling some pieces. Well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, we can do it together. Right. Do you know what, Revs? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you remember back in our Stanmore days? Oh my God. DL. So Revs and I lived across the road from each other in Stanmore. Was not an accident. No. But it was a time in our Elf lives. Golden. Oh, we had so much free time on our hands. And one of our favorite things to do. Do you remember? There was this website yeah, called... Yeah, ModCloth. ModCloth. Wow. we were frequent shoppers of mod cloth which is all vintage like we were vintage vibe but made in china sold from the u.s shipped to us yeah didn't fit ever never worn once maybe spent a lot of money on there lots we were so deep into that like let me look homeless chic vibes (laughs) like a little bit 1950s a little bit homeless yeah But one of the things we spent a lot of time doing was selling clothes on eBay. eBay. And we would take photos for each other. Yes. And then do all the uploading. We would do whole shoot sessions. It was so fun. We didn't even care if pieces sold. It was an activity to pass the time. Yeah. I mean, I actually remember being like, this is worth it. It was lucrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Depop. Great. Sell your old clothes. Yes. I can highly recommend if you've got the metal to try and do free school holidays. Even just one puts you ahead. I didn't spend a dollar. No, that's a lie. Something fell through. I had to get one day of care. So I spent $300 on my whole school holidays. That was good. That's reasonable. That's doable. It's such a good. Shame we don't have vouchers anymore. What the Discovery vouchers? (laughs) Like they couldn't have stopped them at a worse time. Everyone was frantic and places were selling out. Real time. Like literally, I read a hack where people were like, you buy a voucher from Hoyt's, and then the voucher lasts three years. So that you don't need to like try and squeeze in a movie date and pull in a favor from the grandparents to watch the kids just buy a voucher. Anyway, points like fucking stopped it i know i tried and and i had to queue to get mine i just don't know where it ends do you know what i mean like it feels very and like must declare i know shit about this like i I won't lie i get it now but there have been times in my life where i'm like well why don't we just print more money i'm not pretending to get this stuff at all but i'm just looking at this from a very money in money out yeah my wage has not increased all my expenses have increased. Yeah, How's that going to work? Yeah, but it's the same problem that we have where the boomers generation, you know how they whinge about avocado on toast and all that kind of thing. They were in a scenario where they were buying places that, Cost double their wages. So all you had to do was earn two years worth of wages and you've basically covered your mortgage. Now the cost of a property is 10 times plus your wage. Uh, Plus, It's just a different landscape that we're in. And that's why I struggle with the lack of empathy and they blame our gen for being instant gratification generation. We want everything now. I actually had to remortgage recently and my mortgage was at 24 years and they managed to start again at 30 years and it was amazing because I was like, Oh my God, 24 years. That used to sound so long. And now I'm like, oh no, I won't pay it off in that time. No, <laughs> I will not pay it off in 24 years. But that's okay. So I need to start again, please. Yeah. <laughs> 30 years, that'll do nicely. Thank that you. That is a hack. Like if you can, if you've got the energy, it's definitely worth shopping around to remortgage if you've got a mortgage. 100 GP. Always worth asking the question. Yeah. Or going to your bank and saying, can I have a better deal? I mean, no one's got much power at the moment, but. Well, that's one thing I was going to say on the property market situation. Aren't we all relieved that it's fucking chilled out? Has it? Yes. I mean, I'm not buying at the moment. So. I know you're not buying, but maybe I'm in and around it at the moment because my brother, my sister in oh, Laura are looking yeah. to buy and they were freaking out yeah. towards the end of last year. They were like, oh, we just straight up won't be homeowners and it's plateaued. Okay. And for the first time in a long time, majority of auctions are getting passed in. Okay. And do you remember there was a time where... It's not great though if you own... <laughs> Not, well, it's fine if you're selling and buying in the same market, always. It doesn't matter if you're going to own for a long term. Like, even if you thought you were going to sell in a year, you might go, let's reassess in three years. I mean, it's a fucking privilege to own it all. Oh my God. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, champagne problems. But I was really feeling in the last two years for people who were trying to get Get in in because I thought, what a fucking nightmare. But now it's chilled out. Okay. So that's one small (laughs) positive, but literally everything else can get fucked. Yeah. fucked. Yeah. Another thing, you know, maybe this will force us to help each other share a bit more. Like I think that thing of like making lots of food and taking it around to the neighbors, that's quite nice now. Like it really does help if you make too much to share like that bluey episode. Yes. (laughs) Or also if you've got Old baby clothes that, you know, you were going to donate. Can they go to a friend who's got a younger kid? Like thinking that kind of way is really important at the moment. I did laugh. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Beyond the Bump where they were talking about how when someone has a baby and they receive like 20 lasagnas. And it's like, don't make fucking lasagna no <laughs> one wants your nana's recipe of lasagna in their freezer with the 19 other nana recipe lasagnas in their fridge i don't know i think love I, a lasagna yeah, is, that a, is that a lame thing to say could you eat 20 no but like it would feed me and the kids for a while yeah that's true i mean i think eating lasagna is part and parcel of being a new mom <laughs> just quietly look it is, get a, it. It, maybe it is a think, rite of passage but maybe something else maybe a curry <laughs> when i had covid one of our mates dropped me bolognese, so not mm. lasagna, but bolognese sauce. I could do whatever I want with that. That could go with rice, that could go with pasta, that could go with anything, right? So there that you go your cooking creativity again that I don't have. Yeah, See, but- I'd go, a bowl of bolognese, what do I do? I'm just having flashbacks to when you brought round a bisque and nothing else to make dinner. Did I? You brought around a prawn bisque and you're like, we're going to have prawn pasta. And I was oh, like, oh, right. And right. you turned up with a fucking jar of bisque and sorry, and some pasta. And I'm like, where are the prawns to me? And you're like, what do you mean? This is, this is it. It's the bisque and the pasta. I was like, this is veggie. This is water pasta. I did not bring any protein. You know, I just didn't. She's just culinary trout. Cur- culinary- wow. culinarily wow! Culin- oh. <laughs> culinary, Culinari- <laughs> Culinarily challenge. Wow, well done. That's a big one. Woo! Culinarily, say it with me. Culinarily, culinarily challenged. Culinarily, culinarily. culinarily. <laughs> sounds rude. I love complicated words. Damn, yeah, I know you do. I know. I learned a new one. Okay. <laughs> every now and Go then, I will <laughs> indulge you. <laughs> I quite like extending my vocabulary every now and then. I taught my mum a word the other day, which is, wow, rare as hen's teeth. Mm -hmm. But the word that she taught me, and I'm fizzing over it, DLs, can I just recommend? Oh, my God, spit it out, babe. You learn a new word, (laughs) put it in a few sentences. What's the word? Brobdangnangian. Okay. Isn't it a great word? Well, use it in a sentence. Oh, my God, that person's house is (laughs) brobdangnangian. What does it mean? Gigantic. It's so silly. Uh, but that's why I love it. Yeah, I know, but you're never going to say it and someone's going to be like, yeah. They're going to be like, sorry, what? No, Are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, someone call an ambulance. Yes. Is this okay? <laughs> then it's a conversation starter. Okay. You go, hey, it's a word. I put brob dang nang <laughs> on par with smorgasbord and penultimate. Everyone knows what smorgasbord no, is. No, I know, but the sound, it's very onomatopoeic. Brob dang Oh my God. Smorgasbord. It sounds it like, like a hard... made up word on Bluey. Which is why I love it. Ding nang yen, ding ding, rob ding nang yen. Okay, I learned a word the other day. What did you learn? Colloidal. Ooh. It means like molecular, like getting really into the minutiae or I something. I love that colloidal. Yeah, 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 that's a good one, huh? Someone said it to me and I was like, fuck, you're smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The word I taught my mum was perseverate. Oh, that's a good one. I it's love one. perseverate. For yeah. those who don't know what perseverate means, it means continuously on repeat. we're <laughs> here again. <laughs> it's gone just saying words we like. Hey, I just love leading you down the garden path into my reckless brain. <laughs> so, you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, Rebsi? I am raising a teenage baby. Isla? Nope. Ted? Teddy. Theo? Sorry. Theodore Robertson. (sighs) He is simultaneously somehow being an utter baby and a fucking teenager. That's quite the combo. At once. It's like I've got a 10 year age gap in one child. Sounds fucking exhausting. I'll give you an example. Yes. Every morning, I think long-time listeners will know I have to birth Teddy. Yep. <laughs> it's our morning routine. That's the baby part. 6am, he comes in, climbs into bed with me, we have a little snuggle, then I give birth to him, I say, it's a boy, and we go up and have breakfast. It's so weird. <laughs> it's his thing, it's comfort, uh, look, I, I'd be lying if I said I hated it. Yeah, you would miss it if it went away. It, when it stops, I'll be sad, yep. but it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's the baby. Yes. Ask him to put his shoes on. Baby. Baby. Ask him to eat. Baby. baby. Ask him what he did today. <laughs> Teenager. Talk it up. How? I don't know. Oh, no. The I'm grunt. Like, what do you mean? You don't know. Come on. You're in kindy. Drop him off at school the other day. Isla basically makes out with me. like, I I'll miss you. mum. I miss you. I can't wait to see you at three o'clock. Teddy, I'll go to give him a kiss. And he put his hand in my face. He goes, mum. Too old. (gasps) Turns on his heels and walks off. Oh, no. Yeah. This morning I asked him to do something. He looked at me. Eye rolled. (gasps) Eye rolled me. His eyeballs basically went into his skull. He eye rolled me so Who does he think he is? I I said to him. Teddy, did you just eye roll me? And he goes, no, I did it to myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, sure, yeah. oh, you yeah. did it to you? Yeah. Did you oh, now? Oh, did you oh, now? Cute thing he's doing. We had a family. dinner the other night? We're all talking, blah, blah, blah. He was holding court at the table trying to tell jokes. He had no content. Like, he <laughs> did not understand how jokes work. None of it was funny, but he had the cadence. Oh, yeah. He's okay. like, hey, guys, hey, guys, what do you get when you cross an ear with a nose? And we're like, what? And he goes, our face. and we're like that's not funny but he got the oh that's really cute cadence of it which is so cute anyway the point is i don't know who sentence to sentence moment to moment parenting thing to parenting thing if i'm dealing with an absolute baby who needs me to put their socks and shoes on and spoon feed them or someone who's gonna sass the shit out of me when we're walking out the door yeah that's bullshit the thing that i can't handle of all the things you listed is the grunting what or nothing i don't know Yeah. Because it goes nowhere. Nowhere. It's like hitting a brick wall and you go. And and also you want to know about your baby's day. That's the thing about school and daycare is they have this whole other world that you're not a part of. And it's really hard to let go. And he's your youngest. And now he tells me stories like he'll be like, we'll go here and do that. And then he said this about him and we're going to see each other at the weekend because we're going to do this party. And I was like. What What the fuck, mate? You've got your own life (laughs) going on. Like, what is happening? You've got your full own personality happening here before my very eyes. But he's my first boy through everything. Like, and I don't want to genderize it too much. But it is a different experience. like, I have an almost eight-year-old in Isla. She has never been through this stage. Mm. She is kind of just, like, exponentially grown older. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't really have any baby left. But I never had this duality of this, like, little person and this in one, and also she's just been obsessed with me every single day of her life. She's yeah. never really gone off me, whereas Ted's like, too cool for me. That's and heartbreaking. I cannot... Handle it. Mm. I have no time for it. Especially when it's your son who was obsessed with you. Well, but he still has moments. I know, still In the morning. I know. Or he'll like write me a love letter or draw a picture of us together or like climb into my dressing gown. That's his thing. He loves my dressing gown. He loves Thank to get God in that it. Thank God that that's still around because you I'm need like, that to counter. Know. It's so hot and cold. Yeah. It's like, it's like, are you into me or not, mate? I'm getting epic mixed messages here. Dude, the hot and cold sounds full teenager because I feel like right? that's what we're going to get. Where they still kind of need us. I think but no, they but I think it's more like, mom, can I get a lift? Mom, can I have 20 bucks? Yeah. I don't think it's needing like emotionally. Well, maybe it is. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But at the moment, I'm just like, oh, it's like whiplash parenting mm. this kid. I'm feeling a bit of whiplash with Iggy at the moment. Oh, yeah. Just in the sense he's not a teenager by any means, but he's gone from my bubby baby to child. Yeah. Like overnight human child he was a baby for 17 years he really was you know and now he's like hello I'm a child parent me I know but I can't accept it right I have things to say well on the things to say front again it's not genderizing it because I think this comes down to personality totally. but Iggy's really bookish mm. he's my cautious Clive where he takes his time with everything but he's a real keen observer and I've noticed that I look out the corner of my eye every now and then and he's lost himself in a book mm-hmm. and then he comes out with all these random facts and I do have Blippi Wait, he's reading facts <laughs> well I don't know he look maybe I can't credit the books on he absorbs on that. more stuff he's definitely because Rafa was not she's not doesn't have areas of interest or focus she's more like hey what are we doing what are we up to she's a scatterbrain yeah. she's like me but also Rafa wears her heart on her sleeve for better or worse I say things as they pop into my head without a filter. Iggy is so considered Mm. and it's like he practices things in the dead of night, I imagine. (laughs) And then he just comes out with it like, look, I can do this now. (laughs) In the dead of night. I'm just imagining him like Sherlock Holmes hat on sitting up being like Helicopter, yeah, helicopter. Like, well, he's, can't wait for five thirty to roll around so you can be like, mum. But he gives off real <laughs> Stewie Griffin vibes, oh. where I feel like he's got a lab somewhere hiding out. You know, this whole other world. <sighs> but I've got. Blippy to thank for a couple of things and Blippy to loathe okay. for something. So, Blippi do you know Blippy? Well, yeah. yeah, we've talked about Okay, it everyone knows Blippy. We love Hate Blippy in the same way we love Hate Coco Melon. Yep. It keeps them quiet and zombied, but it's awful. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I've realised Blippy's educating my son. Yeah. So, you know how we did overseas travel recently? My son has been raised by Blippy. Yeah, how dare he? <laughs> because Iggy's a COVID baby, it was his first time on a plane, and two and a half is actually a delightful age to have his first time experience with playing. He fucking frothed over it. And I took a video of Raf and Iggy. It's the cliche shot where they're at the window Mm -hmm. waiting to board the flight. And the plane Mm -hmm. is on the tarmac in the background. It is Iggy's numero uno favorite video. Like he will go, "Mummy, watch airplane on phone. And he will just watch that. And nothing's happening. It's literally just Raf and Iggy staring out the window. And he watches it on repeat. And one day I was sitting next to him and he goes, "Mummy, what's that? And I said, it's an aeroplane. And then he points to the plane again and he goes, What's that? And I was like, It's an aeroplane. And he goes, No, mummy, it's the engine. Whoa. And I was like, okay. Then he points to another part and he goes, What's that? And I was like, You tell me, mate. You seem to know more than me. And he goes, The tires. The tires. Yeah, the tires. <laughs> see that oh, part Yeah, that's a part of Blippy I'm not loving. He's <sighs> sort of picked up a yank accent. Jeez. But engine and tires. Baby boy is not absorbent. With, yeah, he really is. Better book him in a mensa. <laughs> 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 I mean I'm no, I mean, it's amazing when you see they start having retention. Yeah. It's very cool, but I'm also just not ready. Yeah, well you need to get ready. I am. Baby I boy is almost three. Look, like the whole journey of parenting, we spend our lives catching up to yep. them. Yep. Really? Yeah. And Some, I'm, more than others. Truly. I mean your Islas and your raffers, I just feel like I've been sprinting behind oh her. Yeah, this they're whole like, time. Eat my dust. Yeah. With Iggy, you know, a bit tortoise and the hairsy vibes. But yeah, my baby boy, his language has exploded and I'm love hating it. <sighs> There's nothing harder than your little boy, which is, let's be honest, your little husband Mm. growing up and not needing you so much. I don't know. I'm just feeling really sentimental about parenting lately. Like I, I have these bouts of being, Oh fuck parenting. Love, love my kids. Hate parenting. I need to whinge on whinge FM. Mm. And then I have other moments where like the idea of my kids not needing me, even though I don't want them to need me, but then I want them to, you know, it's that constant push pull battle. And, Can you indulge me? Of course. Can I read this thing that was doing the rounds on Instagram? And I'm sure everyone's heard it. I don't know if you've heard it, Revzy, but I got fed it in the algorithm. And you know how things do the rounds as quickly as they disappear? Yes. I feel like this poem is so special that I want it to live indefinitely on our podcast as well well just in case another mum chances upon this episode in the back catalog and they they feel really seen with these words yeah so I thought I'd read it yes please so this was written by someone called Jess Ehrlich forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly I don't know how to pronounce it and it just it really slapped the heart basically but it goes like this dear partner there's a life in the future with little faces in photo frames instead of before our eyes, an artwork and ABC magnets that will no longer adorn our fridge. There's a bed big enough where little elbows and knees won't prod us in our sleep and only our feet will swing out in the morning. There's a vase placed in reach of little arms because there aren't any, and mugs will daringly sit on the edge of the table. There's a bank balance that looks a bit more forgiving and a bag I leave with that isn't overflowing. There's a free calendar that isn't packed with swimming lessons, dance classes and muddy sports shoes. And we'll get to know each other for a third time before them, with them. And then when only two jackets hang at the door, there's a shower that doesn't sound like baby cries. A coffee that is warm and my body will be my own. We won't wear tired the same way but time will have aged us anyway. There will be hard moments to come that will make these moments look easy, but we'll remember. We'll remember the first words, the curls, the I love you's, the moments we almost broke. I don't know why I feel emotional, but fuck, you know. The moments we almost broke and how we held each other through it all. There's a life in the future and it's coming for us. So let's get swept up in the beautiful chaos in front of us. Let's make the future wait a little longer because I love this life with you so much. This one right now. It just hits me so hard because parenting is fucking rough. And I've been reflecting on this a lot with hubs because it has not been smooth sailing. Now that we have a four and two year old, we're really trying to focus on ourselves, which is why we did that trip to Noosa and just regroup as not just parents but as husband and wife because absolutely no one prepares you for what happens to your marriage your relationship when you have children it takes the biggest back seat and for a purpose like you both have to kind of muck in and raise the kids and get them out the door and (laughs) and keep them alive that you just forget about what you have with each other and I just think It is wild to me that you marry someone and you love them for all that they are, but it is a fucking gamble on who they become when you become parents. Hundred percent. And you just have no idea what you're going. It's also a gamble who you become. Truth. You have no idea who you are gonna be when you become a parent. Yeah, and the tricky thing is is the evolution of who you become. And do you evolve together? As parents, are you still aligned? Do you parent differently? Do you feel like you're parenting your partner? Like, it's so fucking layered. And I feel like Hubs and I, we've muscled through parenting our kids. And only now, I feel like we're starting to reconnect. Because when all's said and done, when the kids grow up, we have to be happy with... Just you guys. With what's left. Yeah. With each other. And here... And it will feel so short the time with the kids it will fly by we already can tell yeah it's going at lightning speed yeah they're gonna be in our home for a blink and there's so much life after them so much life after them not after them but no after no no, they no live with you. absolutely and I think the trip to Noosa and the trip to Bali I feel like I keep bringing up Bali and everyone's like get over Bali Jen <laughs> stop making Bali I happen know, but it was <laughs> it was so yeah. revelatory for yeah. me in that I was like, hey you, I know why we're compatible. We love adventures together, but we're just under the cloud of parenting together has just felt so hard after the last few years. Now, I feel really grateful to my husband in that when we got married, he was very like, having kids is going to be a shit show. And I was like, it'll be our greatest adventure. (laughs) And he's a realist. He was like, babe, it's going to be hard. We're probably going to hate each other at times, but let's just remember why we signed up to this together. And I don't know, those words is everything I needed to hear and everything. I hope DLs out there who feel like, Their partners or husbands are like fucking flatmates and you're passing ships in the night, fucking passing the baton, barely making eye contact, not having conversations, having dinner in front of the TV, just because you're so tired that you can't even converse with each other, that it's just a reminder that you'll get through it. But look at all the precious things. Like, look what your life is going to look like after, like the line about a mug of tea sitting precariously on the edge. I don't know why that got me, but there's so much poetry in it. Mm. And like, we're so attuned now to looking after our fucking kids. It's our whole life and whole existence. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because when it landed on my feed on Instagram, or I think maybe someone sent it to me, honestly, I had such a big cry because it felt hopeful and when you're in the trenches fuck it can feel hopeless at times and we're all just surviving especially in a society where there's so much pressure on women to be domestic contributors financial contributors like just be everything to everyone and I think yeah you can pull through together but it's hard it's really hard. Beautiful. Hit me with your... <laughs> for the- more whiplash. <laughs> Hit me with your nut spawn. Have I got a not spawn for you? Hit me. And you know what? I'm not going to give context. Oh my God. Frank's hot sauce. Yum. Now, if you're a condiments queen like mm-hmm. myself, you should mm-hmm. know Frank's hot sauce. Now... If you're a bit of a hot sauce wuss, okay. If you're the kind of person who's like, mm, the only chili I can handle is sweet chili, mm-hmm. okay. Who, who's that? Oh, there are people. <laughs> there are people. This is a specialty subject of gems, Tails. There is some context needed. No. What context? This is a specialty subject of yours. You need multiple condiments yep. on your meals. Yeah. Every meal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a gift that could never be a failure for me is buying me some random brand of hot sauce it, that I've never heard of before true. to try. What do you put it on? Everything. Chicken. You can put it on chicken, Fish. but my favorite thing. It'll be something weird, guys. No, it's not, not going to be weird. Okay. It's pretty stock standard. Your classic cheese on toast. It's not stock standard. <laughs> I learned growing up to have Tabasco on my cheese on toast in your household. That is so unstock standard. How fucking good is it? Yeah, though? it's really fucking good. Thank you. Yeah, it's really fucking good. For actually us. just shared it at work with my colleague of the day we were talking about Tabasco and I was like you know what you have to have it on cheese on toast yes learned that in your house oh I'm so proud that yeah. you're sharing it sleepovers Rebs, Frank's hot sauce okay can I tell you why it's Is different it to Tabasco or like no. tabasco it's tabasco it's watery Mis- meniscus-y slightly meniscus <laughs> Slightly, <laughs> we'll say the thing that makes it rain supreme is the tanginess. Ooh, it's got okay. that like. So it's not just spice; it's also tang. Yeah, and it's that zest Ooh. that I feel like elevates a hot sauce. Right. I, so there's there's hot sauces that are kind of sweet that I'm like, what are you? We're not into you. I didn't ask for sugar with my hot sauce. But the balance of sour and spice that's the winning combination. Had to come. So hear me with your nut spam! Look, do we need a body sunscreen? Maybe we don't, but if you have a <laughs> if you have a special event and you're wearing a strappy dress or a strapless or something and you want to like, it's like say it's an outdoor wedding. Don't want to get burnt. And also just want a little bit of body makeup vibes. Perhaps this is so relatable. And <laughs> it's not. But hey, <laughs> no one, it is once or twice a year you might need this not spawn. It's Naked Sundays body sunscreen makeup. Oh, it's like, it's like body makeup with SPF, oh. and it's, does it give you that airbrush? Gives you look? an airbrush vibe. Give. Remember, fucking Sally Hansen. Yes, remember those? What are they called? Stocking legs or something? It's still my favorite. Oh, it's amazing. It's body makeup, but it's got SPF, so you feel like you're just putting on your. Skincare, mm. it gives you that airbrush vibe, bit of a glow, bit dewy, beautiful. It comes with this beautiful little body brush. Can I just say, Naked Sundays is killing it. Like, absolutely, you said body sunscreen is what it's called. Body sunscreen. I'm surprised that it's like a body makeup. It's very. So, cool. is it tanning color when you no, put it on? No, it's, it like, it's Well, you have to get your right shade, but it's like a tinted like, moisturizer vibe. Oh, but with SPF. With F- SPF, yeah. What really, a score. really Cool. Yeah, I've no, I've recommended it before, but they're hyaluronic acid. Um, <laughs> love it SPF spray that goes over your makeup also amazing I bought that off your recommendation and I fucking love it for my fine-haired girls you spray it on your hair part so you don't burn it amazing oh my gosh Mm -hmm. that's a thing well there you go we love you DLS. thanks for tuning in with us once again on Tuesday we hope you have a terrific day we love you we'll see you Friday one of these days we'll we'll have have an outro outro to our our podcast